You know how many off-brand super gremlins I heard? Yeah, I I see them on I see them on TikTok. All the time. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I made an off-brand super gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> but but your the cause I studied you from that 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 super gremlin moment and I'm just like, yeah. that was hard. So I was just like, I wanna make one, but I wanna do it like with but you like, still do it your way though. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's that's fine. But even for somebody to admit that, like a lot of people ain't even gonna admit that. Oh Lord, Jesse made another one. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host Brandon Jinx Jenkins, and welcome back to another episode of the Rap Caviar Podcast, which you can watch exclusively on Spotify. This week, we're talking about the resurgence of sampling. So to do that, we're going to dig into why we're hearing all the classics coming back in new music, the changing culture of sampling, and how technology plays a hand in all of it. And to do that, we're here with ATL Jacob, Cash Cobain, and Rip on the Beat. What's up, y'all? It was good. It was good. I feel like this right here is like, if I had to turn on my radio or go on Rap Caviar, this is, this is it right here. It's like, y'all the names. Uh, yeah. For sure. First off, I'm just glad to have you guys all in the room. I've just been a ton of conversation about sampling the last couple of years. Um... I'm in a time period where I grew up entirely off sampling and then the shit went away. We lived in like the trap era. And then now we're in this this sort of, um, this resurgence. It's sort of being reinvented. So I think for y'all, the first question I'm curious is what you guys grew up off. Like, did you guys come up in a sampling age? I imagine a trap era more than anything. Yeah. I grew up like, like 2000s. Okay. But like my family, they play all that old school shit. Like, so... I was going off of, of that. Like, they had CDs. That's a CD era. Yeah, yeah. So they had the throwback CDs. You know, the little bootleg shits. Mm-hmm. So I just grew up off everything around that time. I'm not going to lie. I feel like, you know, uh, we we had all type of stuff. We had the radio. So I, I loved the music that was coming out around, like, you know, early 90s, early 2000s and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I learned that majority of the songs, like, from hip-hop and rap, was already samples and you know it for sure goes back and back and back in time so that's yeah. where it came from I ain't gonna lie I grew up on straight crack baby music I, mean, <laughs> I grew up on Walker Guwak Young Thug The Old Future all that and then when I when there was songs that were sampled I hated it I really? ain't gonna lie I hated that shit what was it about it you just like you love this, the trap sound more than the kind of like yeah cause I, I was in the hood so I was like I don't mm. want to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, man, put on some, put on some shit that bean. Yeah. That's what I wanted to hear. So it feel like some samples, like some sad stuff. I was like, nah, turn that shit off. How'd you find your way into sampling then? You know, I just grew. Grew yeah. older. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really understanding music. Uh, like, as far as like the connection between songs or between notes. Like how one note can go to another and then go to a whole another note. And that, it might be three different chords. Mm. The core um um progression. Yeah, core progression. And it's like understanding that like the bridge between those and that made me fall in love with sampling, even with like doing whether you sampling in post production or just producing in general. Yeah. For y'all, what was like what was the moment that you felt like maybe you fell in love with sampling? And that may have come after you were making beats. Like I I think I told y'all like the first time I tried to do fruity loops. I mean, it was like some one fifty BPM. I didn't know what I was doing. It lasted for like three days and I Clearly, I didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was your entry point into sampling? I feel like I always wanted to sample. I, I'm, you know, I'm a nostalgic soul. Okay. So sometimes, it, you know, you hear a song like from back in the days, and it'll be like, damn, I kind of want to reinvent that. I want to reinvent the wheel because they reinvented the wheel from from 
Yeah, the time yeah. before, you know, it ain't got to be like the sad songs. You know, it's songs that that had like groove to it, like the big payback, James Brown. You feel me? And yeah. What Diddy and them did with that. Yeah. So, I was like, dang, how can I do like the more money, more problems thing or the. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, that's just that's just my thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I started off sampling. I ain't gonna lie. Really? Okay. Yeah, cause I ain't know how to do like use all the programs on there. I just. Ripping shit, especially yeah. like when I first started, I was doing Jersey clubs just too. So it was like that's sampling automatically. So I saw it all sampling. And I love it. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still sampling forever. So for you, what was like one of the first songs you remember sampling? Um, it's on uh, Whitney Houston. I forgot the name of the song. Whitney Houston song. Yeah, it's okay. like Whitney Houston. That's like the first real, like real right beat I made. Like. I sent to somebody, made a wax song on it, but <laughs> at the time I felt good, like somebody wanted to use my beat. It was yeah. fire though. Yeah. What about you? It was one of the first ones you remember sampling? Not even like the biggest one, just the one you're like, this is like one of my favorite ones that I could remember. I like, you know, I'm Haitian, so I would like sample my own culture and mm-hmm. see how that how that works and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. When did you transition into sampling? What was the thing that made you be like, I'm doing this and I'm gonna slide to this? Was crazy. It was like 2017. Uh, it was like you know, mask off was hot. Mask off. So that's an understatement. I remade the whole beat imperfectly. Like before it was on YouTube and all that. Like <laughs> after Future dropped it, probably like a week later, I remade the whole beat like completely perfect. And that was the first time I ever sampled. Do you have like uh, I think they call it like pitch perfect? Like you can hear something and make and remake it. Nah, that was just one of the ones I was able to make, though. <laughs> I know I could do that, though. Like, that, yeah? Yeah, like, you ever heard a song and you just like, I know I could play it. And yeah. I feel like that's what he did, too. Fact. Yeah. Uh, fact. You definitely grew up in Atlanta, so there's a lot of trap sound there. I mean, it's the home of trap. But for you all, um, especially you growing up in the East Coast, I feel like sampling was like, it was like the heart, the heartbeat of what was going on in the East in many different ways, whether it was like the Bad Boy era. Obviously, there's like Just Blaze and Kanye and that soul Rockefeller era. And then, of course, the club music. Like I said, I was like 2000 era, so I was growing up in that era. But I'm like, when I started making beats, I'm with the new wave, so mm. I definitely was rocking with Trap, you know what I'm saying? And Jersey yeah. Club, like, that was the two. That was when Walker Flame came out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gucci Man on them. So I definitely was doing Trap. Like, my first sample, it's a Trap beat. It's not even on some New York. Yeah. It's a Trap beat, so it was like, and the name of that shit was Love Me Trap. I ain't gonna lie. So it was like, I definitely fucking with the new wave type shit. When you say Love Me's Trap, what was the style? So you were mixing like maybe like R&B kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, the Whitney with? Houston sample. You made a like trap a love song. Yeah. But I trapped it out. So I just put Love Me Trap. That shit was hard. <laughs> I think for you, when I look at your style, man, you're, mold- you're molding like three genres together, right? So yeah. I think about an album like Too Slizzy, Too Sexy, where it's got what feels like drill music mixed in with club music mixed in with R&B. Yeah. Where did the decision come to sort of like layer them all together in that way? Like, at first, it was like, you know, the drill with Pop Smoke first came out. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to make a drill beat, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like, but what I did was I added a sample to the drill beat. So it just made it like more of me, you know what I'm saying? So it sounded real better to me. So as time progressed, I figured out ways to like, feel me fuck with it type shit. So it was like, I wanted to make it more bouncy instead of just hard, like niggas making hard music all day. Yeah. I wanted to make it more bouncy. Ladies could dance to it for me. And then now, like last year, I think this Jersey, Philly, whatever. Yeah. It took over, like Bandman Real. Like he the one that really got me like back on the Jersey wave. So I just started putting on 
we together tonight. As someone from Jersey, I never thought I'd see it. Like, Jersey <laughs> Club was a shit where, like, I went to school in Atlanta, so I'd go try to play it uh, to my friends. They'd be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah, we got something else going on over here. For you to find a way to sort of merge all those sounds, when did you know it was working? I really don't know. I just, like, doing me. You know what I know? Everybody be copying me, like, in New York. So, like, with the sampling, everybody want to sample now. With the yeah. Jersey Club, like, I'm not saying I started it, but I know I influenced, like, a, sound. A, lot of, a lot of others to do it. You know what I'm saying? And they try to make beats more towards, like, my direction. Even, like, you heard the song Jay Holiday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put you in my eyes on the Snapchat. Hitting that shit from the back back. Wait, wait, hitting that shit to go slash back. Can't so that pussy cash back. Did it, I want it, so I gotta have it. The kick I use. And not everybody want to use that kick, like the holla back girl kick. Yeah, Everybody yeah. want to use that kick now, trying to make that same beat. It don't sound the same, but like, I see what they be trying to do now. So for you guys, how do you guys go about preserving your styles, right? Because when you're sampling, you're pulling from music that that exists, right? And so anyone can has access to this music. You can pull from like Tim's, for example. We all heard the song, but how do you go about making sure that your style, you can kind of protect it a bit? There's really no protection once it's heard, <laughs> honestly. But it's just like, like how I did a wait for you breakdown, like, like I just gave out. I guess you could say I gave out the sauce, but yeah, without giving it out. But Let's it's like walk me through it. It's like if you know, you know. Mm. So it's like that. I won't say. I say like the best way to really preserve your sound is just like just keep quiet about how you made it, mm. and then whatever they think or hear, let them run off of that. Cause then that's how they might make their own wave. Saying, "Oh, I hear this," and it might not be something you made, like did in there. They just hear it. Let them be inspired by it. Yeah, yeah. What about for you? I don't know. I, I feel like when I be putting things together, I I I think out of the the box. You feel me? I don't want to make it like how it was. I kind of want to make it more like how it is. Yeah. What makes me feel like okay, this this could work. Mm. So I listen to a lot of things, and I don't necessarily chase the sound, but I'd be like, I wonder what it'll sound like in this type of drum pattern, uh, this type of feel to it, and see what what people think. And I don't make beats based off of like rappers, you know, like people be like, oh, this type beat, that type beat. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like my type beat, like whatever <laughs> I feel the beat need to be, that's what it's gonna be. I feel like Fact. even the way you guys are discussing it is um, I feel like people get it, but maybe they don't get it. They sometimes hear the sample and they think so much about the sample, the sample. But what you guys are talking about is actual production under it that makes it different, yeah. right? right? Whether it's like, yo, how are you going to assemble it together, where you cut it off, what drums you're going to use, right? Like the selection you guys choose actually makes the beat different because anyone can grab the same, the same music and try to find a way to flip it. Facts. Facts. Do you guys have favorite samples that live in your mind now? I'm not going to lie, uh, that crush on you was stuck in my head so much yeah, that I yeah. made the beat like four times, and that was, the fourth one was the one that caught. I was locked 23 and one. Now I bought like 23 and one. Sniper game, I'm always playing manhunt. I know one who kept the fool and what. What about you? Do you have like a loop that lives in your head that you like? Out of Jay Holiday. Yeah. I said that shit twice. Yeah. Put yeah. it on the album. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Is there a sample from another song that you're like, yo, this is like, it's taking up space for me right now? That Benjamin's Burn. Even mm. since like years ago when it came out. Yeah. Still like, still be in my head. That one. Or even the My Collection sample. That one. Psh. When you guys go to find sounds, is there an intention to not go where everyone's at? You know what I mean? Like, are you trying to find deep cut 
samples or are you like, nah, actually like when I, the Tim's thing is so crazy to me because right in front of all our eyes, right? Like it's right there. Right. But you got to find a way to get clever about it. Do you, how do you go about, I guess you want to say digging, digging in the crates? I use whatever, like, you don't even got to think too much on it. You just do it. Like, mm. and if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. We enforcing vibes. We just making them. Yeah. When I sit here and make beats, I just, I don't go, I don't think like, oh yeah, let me just make a beat real quick. I'd be like, let me listen to music. Like the songs that I like to listen to and whatever, and whatever catch my, my attention is how I do it. Like sometimes I sample, sometimes I'll just be like, I wanted to sound a little similar to this. Like, mm. cause this feeling made me feel good. So we're going to run something at least close enough. Chasing the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be like, no cap, I'll be out to eat. Music playing. I hear some shit I like. I pull out the Shazam. Oh, you I know did. I'm about to go home and sample this. Like, it be just, like that. It just be coming to me like, he just like a like movie, me, a show. Yeah, <laughs> just come to me. I yeah, lie. all the same shit. Yeah, no cap, facts. no. So the I, restaurant's a sneaky spot to find music. What's oh, another definitely. like, what's another like, yo, if you a producer, you about to give him a gym right here. Like when you, this is where you can find music. What's another spot? The mall. Oh. Yeah, like you walk into certain stores, yeah, you hear yeah. something that you be like, that's kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where spots? Like, you in the Uber. The Uber not playing yesterday, she playing some other station. Shit might come on fire. Yeah. I'm sampling this. You know what I'm saying? TV shows, movies. Facts. What about you? I just, like, man, it's whatever. Like, sometimes it just come in my head. Sometimes, you know, it, it mostly be from, like, something I heard, though. So, like, just everywhere. mm so a lot of it feels like trying to get out of your, uh, not get out of your interest, but get out of like your routine, right? So it's like, you can't control the music in the restaurant. You can't control the music in the yeah, mall. Okay. So so much of that is about like just being exposed to something new. That's like the best though. Like when you're not looking for it and it comes to you out of the blue. Yeah. I feel like that's the best. That'd be the most hardest ones. How do you hold on to inspiration? Because I think everybody's got this thing, even as a writer, like it'd be on like the train or something like that. And I'm like, I'm gonna remember that idea, but I don't. How do you guys sort of hold on to inspiration when it hits you? You know what I mean? Because, like, li living out in the world is how you get new ideas, but how do you make sure you, you keep them and then be able to get to work? Voice note. That, too. Voice and, memo. And your guy, he's easy. He said, yeah. <laughs> nah, just, yeah. You know, sometimes you use voice note, voice memo. You you know, sometimes it's stuck in your head. It's, it's stuck in your head so much that, like, you could be walking around the house and you just hear that song. Just Yeah. You just run to the laptop and be like, no, nah, I got to do this right now before I forget it. Yeah. I make a video. <laughs> Damn, just I'll like with the with the music kind of playing in the background, yeah, or music playing in the background, or even if I got something in my head, I start making the sound of the bass on the video type. Shit. Sometimes it don't be coming out, but sometimes it do. Sometimes it work. Man, there's this whole popularity that's happened with sampling recently, and again, people have been doing it whether it was hyped or not hyped, whether people were paying attention, or not paying attention. But now it's in this chapter that we're in now. I had this theory that in the years, especially the years y'all came up, that sampling was getting, um, sampling was diminishing. It was getting pushed down because it was expensive, right? Trap is is not cheaper to make, but you're not going to get clearances, publishing, like it's, it can, it can kind of move along the train a little bit quicker. Has there been anyone who advised you all not to sample because of the complications, contracts, prices, et cetera? Of course. <laughs> he said, yeah. The money people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be like, man, it's cool if you sample, but we advise you like to try to try to try to own as much as you can. That's what they say. 
how do you handle those challenges? Like, will you, are you willing to take a sample that's like, yo, maybe, um, I think notoriously we were just talking about uh, like a bad boy era. If I'm correct, I want to say missing you where Puff samples Sting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sting owns all the publishers. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. But, it, but like as a fan, it feels still worth it for that song to exist, right? Some albums have to have the samples though. Mm. It's like, you can't think about the money because like, we don't make music for money. We make it because we love it. So it's like, Big even if they take like, like, shit, even if they take 75% of the songs, it's just like, I understand that, but I love this song so much it's still gonna go out. It might be your biggest song. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about for y'all? Like, do you feel that like, that that pressure to be like, shit? Or do, or do how many songs do y'all die in publishing where someone's like, nah, I ain't giving it nah. up? Oh. I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm here, <laughs> like, I'm I'm here for the like, moment. You tell so, me no sample, I'm out. Cause think about it, you could have like 15 records out and they raw and then you got that one that's a sample. Yeah. And that one might do as great as the ones that you have, but sometimes you just need that one to kind of like make everybody appreciate the other ones. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy to think about because I think like all those years, the labels definitely had so much power in a way that, I'm not going to say the artists didn't, but it felt like the labels were, you know, you'd get the albums where it was like super formula. Like you got the club hit, you got the song for the girls, you got the street anthem. And... Then when Trap came through, they're like, all right, we're going to run this up. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you and a couple others had this big wave that came back that now feels like it's this thing. You know, we're thinking about, you know, even like pop rap kind of songs. Like, let's say uh, Jack Harlow, First Class, right? Like, that's like pulling from like the Fergie joint or um, Black Eyed Peas joint. Yeah. It's like, now we're watching this resurgence. What do you guys think is part of the popularity of why sampling is all of a sudden a thing now? I have my own theories, but I want to know if you guys have some. <laughs> I feel like people kind of love the moments like back in the days like nostalgia yeah I think it's nostalgia because at the end of the day certain songs bring back certain memories mm-hmm. you feel me like you'll hear a song that you ain't hear in a long time but it's not even about the song alone it'd be about everything that happened around the time that song dropped yeah like 100% like and then especially now the way we doing the samples is a little different from back then like we doing it like fresher I feel like we're doing it a little better because it's like before they used to just go like like say a P Diddy beat mm-hmm. he'll go like with the same like the sample the, the whole song is same kind of pick the actual song up you see and... how Jack Harlow did the first class yeah yeah he bodied that it don't even got the really like the sample in the background it just got like a acapella on it it don't mm. sound mm-hmm. like the Black Eyed Peas it just sounds like a Jack Harlow song it's a fact yeah. you know what I'm saying so so for me I thought I thought some of y'all were going to say, like, TikTok. It felt like TikTok is like, I don't know what it <laughs> nah. is, bro. It's that loop, man. Yeah. Like, yo, you got 15, 20 seconds, whatever it is, that loop feels like it's perfect for samples. When I first felt like I was seeing sampling coming back, um, you know, it was like dance videos and shit, but it was like people were taking the songs and it was just that loop that made it feel right. But that's what it feels like for me as a, as a fan on the outside. Has TikTok helped the sound of sampling, do you feel like at all? I don't know much about TikTok. I just know that, you know, I know music. That's it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about TikTok. I love that y'all don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Because on our side, you got a thousand journalists, uh, people in the industry. It's like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Here's how songs wow. go viral. Here's how you got to do loops. I love that that's like not even part of the formula. Yeah. Do you think that uh, TikTok makes the songs? Nah. I think the songs are the songs. I think TikTok can make... TikTok's made songs that I didn't think were going to go, go. But also, TikTok is a wider audience. Like, I'm like, 
Core yeah, rap. Hey, TikTok can make a song. Yeah, but TikTok, TikTok might not be able to make a song. They can make 30 seconds of that song. Yeah. Yeah, worse. So now you got people, we were just talking about this the other day. You got people that got the 30 seconds of the song, but when they go to rap, no one really cares. So Nobody really, really knows it because they only know the TikTok part of it. <laughs> yeah. Or they, oh, God. Or they fall in love. They, don't, they think they're falling in love with the artist, but really they fall in love with the producer, you know, and they don't really even know, you know. And then with TikTok, the face of the song ain't even artist. It's the kid dancing or what? And literally, what loop they put it. I to. would literally like see people perform. They do their uh, fifteen seconds, and then after that, the crowd dead. Yeah. I'm like yeah. looking around because they don't know. They, they don't get know to the words. The rest word. of it. It's like that. Like, All they know is the certain part that's on TikTok, and then after that. The crowd don't know nothing. The viral moment. We had a whole episode about uh, going viral and what that means for artists and like how that could be challenging. Like you could be an artist where you go viral and almost the fame is bigger than you are. You got to catch up and try to figure out Facts. how to work with it, you know? But in a lot of ways though, I don't think it makes the song. I think it puts you in a position if you're an artist or you got a really to great go beat. To the next step. Because, you know, Drake said some real shit. He said, bitch, this is fame, not clout. A lot mm. of people got clout. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, once you get your clout, you got to take that to the next level to get the fame. And figure out a way to hold on to it, right? Or yeah. I think TikTok, I'm going to say TikTok. I'll say I think going viral social media sometimes, it can um, it can ill-prepare you because you get all these, you get all this love and attention for this one thing you made. It might be your first joint, right? Yeah. Not your first, but like your first big joint. And then now what do you got to, what do you do, right? Because like now you incentivize, like, do I do this again? Do I do this again? And it, it can... Uh, it can stifle creativity. I feel yes. like TikTok is like, you know, like when, when people used to like get out of prison uh, a jail because they did some gangster stuff and then they think that just because they jumped out, they could just become a rapper. Literally. Yeah, yeah. you see TikTok. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like that's what it is with TikTok. It's just like, oh yeah, let me try to make a song just for TikTok and it's yeah. just like... You just got to make music. Yeah. Mm. People try to force stuff. I said it, man. We ain't forcing vibes. And I feel like the sampling thing is like, I bet you there's a lot more people coming to the table now and sampling that maybe weren't or don't have the love for it that y'all have. But you could tell, you could tell they don't have the love for it because sure. the way that they bring it out, like everybody feel like they could just sample a song and just throw 808s or kicks on oh, it. And sometimes it the 808s don't even be tuned. Fact. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it don't even yeah. sound like it go with the record. They just trying to force it. You know how many off-brand super gremlins I heard? Yeah, I I see them on I see them on TikTok all the time. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I made an off-brand super gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> but but your the because I studied you from that 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 super gremlin moment, and I'm just like yeah. that was hard. So I was just like, I want to make one, but I want to do it like. With but you like, still do it your way though. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's that's fine. But even for somebody to admit that, like a lot of people ain't even gonna admit that. Or they'll be like, "Yo, this is my shit," but it's like it's not. Like you, it's it could be a stepping stone, like you said, get inspiration from. Yeah, it. yeah. We could have been superstars. Remember when we were jacking cars? Now it's not safe for you. Who are your favorite samplers? Who are people that you like? Yo, they did it. And Metro, they did it right? So the funny thing is, people Metro don't really get credit for sampling. Man, like, he's fire. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like, because when he sampled, it'd be like, it'd be the sample, and then, like, he always do his own thing after, and then bring the sample back in. Yeah, like, that's like, he uses, like, seasoning. Mm, damn. Like, man, he had Metro that. hard. Yeah. Bye. I like that. What's what's a good example of Metro? Uh, I got oh, 10 Freaky Girls. 
Okay, yeah. I love the sample of that. And I love the, uh, She Wanna Go Viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sample hard. Using sampling a season, I never really heard it explained like that. Like, but so that, what, that's how you got to look at it, though, because everybody be trying to remake the song versus uh, trying to, like... That's trying to force but, it, too. But then I would look at y'all styles differently, though, right? Because I would look at, like, um, like yours is not necessarily seasoning. I think you're doing this thing where it's, like... Equal. Yeah, like, you're doing, like, this, like, like here's the main floor, top floor, uh, yeah. you know, and you're, like, putting them together. Yeah. And so you got to figure out, like, you're hearing different pieces of the different samples at the same time. Yeah. And if you know all, th if you know two of them, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So you're like, yo, I never even heard Jersey Club mixed with this R&B. And, like, this is a deep cut R&B song. It's a Jersey Club song. I know you had to be in Jersey to know this shit. Yeah, and yeah. then you got a drill record under it. So, like, that's not, I wouldn't call that seasoning. What, how would you describe that style? Layering. Like, <laughs> like a mashup. Meat, yeah. <laughs> meat and potatoes. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a stew. That's a fact. Yeah. Like mashup. Because yeah. I definitely was in Jersey. I definitely used to be in Jersey a lot. Yeah. Younger I, up. I can hear it. No For cap. you, um, how would you describe your style or some of your styles? Because you got to. I don't know. I feel like my style is just my style. I, don't, I can't really like explain it. It's because. I feel like an octopus. Like, I just got eight different legs of yeah. versatility and stuff like that, so. Asking producers to explain their styles, I've been doing this for like, I'm like a decade in. It's the hardest shit to do. For what you guys do. You can ask rappers to explain their styles and it's a little bit easier. You can understand rappers is like a structured thing. Yeah. To ask you guys to pull music apart is a really difficult conversation to have because you guys play so much in feeling more than anything. Yeah, it's about your emotion. Yeah. Well, I know with me, I make music off of emotion. Same. Like, if I'm feeling like I feel good, that's all you're going to get. If I feel like evil, then <laughs> you feel me? Sure. I'm going to say, we talked about TikTok in a way, but like, is there is there a wrong way to approach sampling? Yeah, obviously, because people yeah. fucking it up right now. So. Yeah. Do you feel like we're at a spot now where it's like... um. I don't want to say too popular. That's not really the right word. Do Oversaturated. You? That's it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it. Like It's a bandwagon thing. I feel like... Where does that come from? I feel like, all right, no no disrespect to nobody or uh, uh, how they do it, but it's like one person could like capitalize off of it and then everybody, you know, all the other rappers is just like, I want a record like theirs. And now you got like 14 records yeah. on the radio that sound exactly the same. But God. with different samples. Oh yeah. my God, I just said that the other day. <laughs> it was an artist that played me their album the other day, and it like sounded like everything else that they had. Uh, I had to sit them down, like, if you drop this, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's bad, because it's like, man, I understand you chasing the wave, because now, now it's not like, oh, you're trying to be a creative artist. Because if you ask them about the samples and stuff, they can't even tell you the real song. Oh, yeah. God. Damn, like they don't know that. They don't know the origin. There's no heart for it. They just thinking about the sound that they heard before. Yeah. Mm. They be yeah. like, oh, yeah, boy, this sounds cool because it's what's, it's what's popping right now versus, well, I remember when I used to hear this song, like, yeah, you know? You know? And bring back memories. Yeah. They don't move like that. When you guys are approaching artists, um... And you're dealing with them, like whether they have requests. And you imagine a lot of you guys are making stuff directly for an artist. What's no? I was like, what sort of thoughts going in your mind when you're like, yo, I'm trying to make this, trying to make this beat and give you this sample? Like, how are you selling them on that story? I give them what what they don't have on the album because I know mm. if it's Rod Wave, 
Everybody gonna send Rod Wave the same type shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He even, you know, cussed people out on, on IG about it. He's like, stop fucking sending me Rod Wave type beats. Yeah. Literally. They're like, with Future, like, you know, I give Future every beat I make. Like, I got over 5,000 beats on my drive. He had, he got every beat on his drive. Mm. No matter what it is, like, it could be a, it could be something I make for like Adele or Taylor Swift or something like, like not saying that that like just giving them beats, but I'm just saying like yeah yeah I'm gonna get still giving to them. So it's like you never know what will go like yeah you would never say wait uh wait for you as a future beat yeah so you would have never was just gonna that. say that because I had watched the interview from this man and he was just like it was a Kanye beat at first and then. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, I ain't gonna say that it was um. So we did the song, but Kanye loved the song. He yeah. was actually wanting to use he it. To get on it. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to get on it, and then he deconstructed and did a whole nother thing with it. And we was like, too much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I seen him do that before. Like I seen him, um, Jeezy had a song with Ti and you Kanye was supposed shit. to be on it, and then he just he took, took the drums and made. Can't tell me nothing. Which is crazy because when I heard both of those, you know, like you kind of feel like. Y'all probably hear it clearer than I would. I heard it all those years. It's like over 10 years ago. And I was like, yo, it, it sounds familiar. And it's like that kind of like clang sound he yeah. uses. And then and they dropped around the same time. So it's like 08, 07. And this is like Kanye, right around 808's to Heartbreak Kanye, when he's doing shit with Khaled. Like he was mm-hmm. just going crazy. Uh, doing like Theraflu, all those songs. And you can hear it's the same. You can hear how he chopped it up. But I never really, I saw no, the he same clip. He really didn't chop it up. He just took, took the, the, drums. the whole drum. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, DJ Toomp made the the beat. Yeah. He took the drums and then he just did his own little me- melodics and, and everything. Crazy. He even kept Jeezy's ad-libs yeah, from the hard. song that he was supposed to be on. That's my favorite shit that he does when he just takes a piece and is like, I'm going to just steal this and do that. Yeah. So for you, man, I want to talk to you because a lot of your music is sample, but it's also so dance heavy. You know what I mean? And it's like so much of what you're doing is really being a part of this drill scene. I'm watching drill change forms in real time. You know, obviously it's like has its roots out in the Midwest. Then it comes to New York. What is sort of the, uh, what do you think the the idea is behind making it a danceable Dance music? Yeah. Uh, Like I said, um, the Philly, Jersey thing, it came back around. Like It came to New York. So I feel like... And the TikTok do got something to do with it. Like, you know, the <laughs> Philly guys, the TikTok, you know what I'm saying? I feel like people want to go more towards TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was doing it, I wasn't trying to go towards TikTok. I'm going towards what I like, what I know. You know what I'm saying? So everybody doing that little hip dance, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes sense to, for a person to want to hop on, like, a dance beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake just made a whole dance album. You know what I'm saying? He had the Philly Boys in the video. So it makes sense. But as for me, like, I enjoy it. Like, even when I make like a like a Jersey beat, mm-hmm. I feel like like the Jersey beats, the 808s, my fault. The 808s wasn't matching like the kick on there. You know what okay. I'm saying? The dance kick. I make sure the 808s match. And I'm still sampling at this at the end of the day. I'm still sampling. Definitely. I don't really add too much to it. You know what I'm saying? So, so I can rap on it. You know what I'm saying? I made it so I can rap on it. Yeah. But sometimes I just make the dance. But it makes sense, you know? Do you see yourself incorporating other styles outside of the dance when, like, as you grow and progress? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, before before all this drill, dance, I've been sampling. So, I make, like, a simple drug, a simple trap, simple New York. Like, 
It's just regular, you know what I'm saying? Like, just got to find something. When you, especially when you're trying to keep up with the times. Yeah. Or when people want you to keep up with the time, you got to find something and make it yours, you know what I mean? That's why I feel like I made it mine, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to be like everybody else. I want to be like myself. So I add my own little, you feel me? What do you all feel like the future of sampling is, right? Because it's like, now it's a hot topic. Like we said, obviously it's been going on the whole time, but now it's a hot topic. And, you know, music moves in waves. There's going to be people who are going to be like, Trap's back, or this is back, or whatever, whatever. What do you guys feel like is the future of, of sampling? The or, future. or will it keep doing the th- what it's doing, what, what y'all doing, like finding new ways to like evolve it? The future is like what we make it to be, whatever mm-hmm. we want it to sound like. So we can't tell you that till it come out. <laughs> you never know how we gonna do it. What was behind, you know, door number two at all? Yeah. So you just gotta figure that out when it comes. Do you have like ideas or insights that you really want people to like get ready and prep themselves for? Like, yo, I'm trying to bring this style to sampling, and I'm trying to bring this kind of thing, in, and y'all gonna wait and see. Maybe. I feel like y'all like yo. We don't even know <laughs> yet. I'm not gonna say we don't know, but it's just like it's to be determined. It's just so wild to me because it used to be this tool of like, um, I'm not going to say the underground, but kind of the underground, right? Like there's like pop rap. There's rap that's big and mainstream. And, and five years ago, it didn't really sound like this. And, right? And it was like, I feel like all these dudes who came up that were like, you know, you guys could have easily made pop rap. You know what I mean? Guys, <laughs> for real. Like, you know. Pop rap. And the rap you guys make is popular, but it's not pop rap. You know, What's it's pop rap? You know, pop, pop rap. rap. like uh, Shiny ass shit. Like, that th- the, the song Nicki made. The, or, the, or the mulatto or super one. Super freak or the mulatto one. Like these, like, you know. Oh, I get what you're saying. It just sounds like. He's sampling pop music and making it in a rap. not song. sampling pop it's music. Like, it's just the way it yeah. sounds. It's like shinier it's, and glitzier. It's for kids. Like, like I know a, what you're like saying. Produced by DJ Luke. Uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Luke. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that kind of thing. And you guys could easy, I mean, you guys could choose to make anything you want and to take a thing that came from the underground in that way and be like, we're just going to stick with it. I feel like there's a world where sample goes back into the underground. Do you see you guys still fucking with it and sitting with it in that way? Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I, don't I mean, you could do it in a way of, you know, but like I said, the way that I feel like with, with people like us, we have to always switch it up because everybody right. follows that next wave. They like, oh, he did a Tim's sample. Let me go look into Tim's beats yeah. and go do what ATL Jacob did. Yeah. Uh, let me go copy his his you know his snares and his his you know holler back hits and stuff yeah. like that. Every time somebody sees that you got one that's circulating, they're gonna always try to do the same thing you're doing. So yeah, that, that's why like by the time shit be dropping, I'm already on the next wave. I'm curious for y'all, is there a uh, is there a sample you wish you got off? Like maybe you made the beat, but someone like they didn't get it, they didn't understand it. And you're like, yo, I know this would have worked. I'm not gonna lie. The the beat that I made for like can't stop, won't stop. I tried to get that to any and everybody. It just didn't click. The person really? that kind of like came through for me was Kodak. Damn. Yeah. That's fire. What was what was it, do you think? Like I feel like, you know, me and Kodak work a lot, so you know, from the identity theft era to now it's just like he heard it and he's just like came up with an idea. He came up with a raw idea and then he's so like he you know how producers piece things up to make things work? He the same way in his mind so he's just like you know what? Bad Boys did this. Let me go holler at King Combs to do the record. 
And he threw King Combs the, the alley And that's how that came It made came the whole fly. I didn't even know made that the whole shit Yeah Do you guys You have one like that Where like you're, you're placing it And maybe like Like Shawnee might take it Someone else might not get it You know But um the My everything with B-Love Yeah I said that to Shawnee And he didn't Like he just didn't It's gotta be I guess I right time Right place I don't know if he didn't like it I sent that to Shawnee No my like, everything hard In man. April I said that Shawnee in April Came back around October that shit going viral. Be love. Shout out to be love. You know what I'm saying? Future got a song on the little girl, on the Super Gremlin beat. He yeah, got a man. song on it. I I heard it um, the other day, and then I gave it to Lil Baby first. He ain't he ain't use it because I made it when I made it. I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be hard for Baby to get on. So I'm, um, not, I'm not gonna lie. Now that I think of it, it's a couple. Like you feel me? Like when I did uh. Therapy shit for for like Kevin Gates. Mm. Moneybag Yo had a song to it already, but he never released it. Uh, Identity Theft, I sent the beat to OMB Peasy. And they was like, nah, I'm not really rocking with that. And Kodak went and set the bar with it. Do you get the call like after, like, yo? Like- no, nah, no, nah, they come back and they be like, damn, <laughs> bro. Like, but they didn't have an idea for that beat. It. Yeah. When it, you know, when it dropped. Right. But they kind of wish they did, like, they're like, damn, I should have did something with that, my fault. Yeah, do you guys have more of those? Because I'm always like, it's so wild to hear, especially anytime you're a producer talk from Dre to Kanye to y'all, where you just hear someone, it's like, you guys sort of, you have to see the music before sometimes even the recording artist sees it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys have to, be, you have to be futurist. You have to be able to look into the future and to be able to say, this is going to work for you. This is going to work for you. And they got to be in that right time, that right place to, to feel it. It's all about timing though. Yeah. Because they, it might be a great track, but like, it might not be that day for it. I imagine if, um, like, like, if Wakefield was made on a different day when he was feeling a type of, different type of way. Traveling around the world. Over the phone, driving Might not been received the way yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Or even if I made the beat when I was in the happy mindset, like I was in a whole nother mindset. If I made that beat in a whole nother mindset, it probably wouldn't even been the same beat. Do you feel like you have one? Like, is there another one that's in your list where somebody passed up on it? Yeah, like <laughs> this was meant. For, I, I had. I. I. This was for you. It's the one that me and Moneybag did recently. Uh, it is not out, but he. Uh, he said he just couldn't get no ideas to it. I just know that it's perfect for him. So, <laughs> but you know, I gave it a future. <laughs> <laughs> you know what be what would it be with with, with the artists too? Sometimes it's just. Today ain't the day for them. You feel just me? Just the feeling. Sometimes they'll go back later and just be like, damn, I forgot I had that beat. And they have like <laughs> yeah. a whole different feeling to it. That's facts. It's really crazy because you guys have to be so ahead of shit. And like, even us, like in this seat, like we don't always understand it and get it. And I definitely know the business don't get it, right? That's what I was talking about before. Like sampling, I think would have still been the shit, but I feel like labels were like, nah, this costing us money. We want to like, yeah. you know, put rap in a certain way. And obviously trap music's phenomenal, but like how much then the internet happens in the way like social media happens and now you can't control shit. And all of a sudden, music gets better. Because there were some years it was kind of the same. Like, mm-hmm. at least to me it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Where I started getting bored. Like I started going to other genres. Like, yo, this shit's not doing it for me. You know? I want to learn other genres. I'm, I'm just not getting into like making like reggaeton beats and stuff with <laughs> yeah. the samples and stuff too. But I feel like the way you guys are just talking about other genres, I feel like you are there, right? Because, like, the stuff you guys are sampling is other genres, and it's also exposing a lot of fans to shit. Like, sampling to me, I remember, it was like, you're growing up off Bad Boy shit or Rockefeller shit. 
I would play it from my dad. He'd be like, yo, listen to the song. He's like, that's, that's another song. And I'm like, yeah. nah, it's not. Like, I'm thinking he's confusing it. He's like, nah. And he would play me the original. So I didn't know I was into uh, soul music, jazz. I didn't know it, but I was listening to it through sampling. Yeah. So I feel like sampling slick educates everybody, you know? That's a fact. That's, yeah. how I, that's how I found about so much shit. Or like dance shit. Like they pulled a sample from somewhere and then you like, or even um, Jersey Club was pulling like comedy records and stand-up yeah. and, and interviews and slicing them up and putting them into the music. That's a fact. I mean, like... Like us in Miami or whatever, like it's a lot of Jersey Club type. Y'all got a uh, Miami base and yeah, stuff Miami like base, that. Yeah, but we starting to like fuse it a lot. So yeah. I feel like uh, the sound of Miami is comes from like the Caribbeans and stuff like that. So that's kind of what make it like and that's rap. You know yeah. that same bounce and everything. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like hip hop. I, I think me personally, I think hip hop started from New York, right? But it's really. It's New York, but that's really like repurposed Caribbean music, you know. See, and then big that. tower speakers, like it's all, it's all that. So I'm curious, do y'all feel like uh, is Bad Bunny hip hop to y'all? <laughs> Bad hip-hop? Bunny is yeah. reggaeton. Like, no. you feel like like you don't feel like it's rap? I feel like <laughs> oh, he's rapping. I mean, on... Yeah, he rapping. Yeah, but like like music wise, like is it like, like I look at rap as it like drill or like trap like. Mm. You feel like um, oh, I'm, just, I'm just I curious. feel like it's like a, a element for what rap is. Like you know, if he would have did like his own thing, like on a trap type of beat, yeah, that would that, be yeah, that would like be, a hip hop type of beat. It'd be you know, it's like pop rap, right? That's what you're doing, right? It, yo, pop so it, it's it's in that borderline. But so I feel yeah, like reggaeton like, is like because it's getting popular. It's just like rap Hispanic song. rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all are also recording artists as well. You yeah. guys all, also all rap. How does that change being rappers now? Does that change your production? Because a lot of times when I talk to producers, one of the first things they say was, I was, I need a beast to rap on. So I'm curious oh, how God. is that y'all? <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I started. Yeah. I um of course I grew up future, uh Walker, like like eight oh like eight oh eight mafia, Metro, Zaytoven, Mike Wills, Sonny, Digital, I grew up on nothing but day production, really. Mm. So it's like I used to be like, man, these beats hard. And I, I think what made me, like, of course I was, like, you know, like freestyling, doing this stuff. Like, what really made me want to rap, I, I heard Chosen One. Southside made Chosen One. Mm. I was like, this is so hard. The way he did the hi-hats and everything, I was like, this is so hard. I want to make beats like this so I can rap on them. Bought a family because I always want to Made a film with them bitches, ain't no one-on-one. And that's like... That's how I started making beats. Southside's in my, my top, like... Bro... Him and bro, the whole take it back again. A whole everything sound like even my shit came from that. Yeah, a lot of that. Everything came from that, and it's like that's like that's legendary for sure. Uh, yeah, and modern. Yeah, for you. Yeah. I always knew how to rap. I just ain't kind of know how to get my words together just yet. And I felt like somebody felt like. They shouldn't, you know, whatever. So I watched this dude that was popular that was popular at the moment in Miami, and I was just like, "Yo, how much for a beat?" Because I know he said everybody else a beat for like a hundred. Mm-hmm. He looked at me, he was like, "I got you for ten racks." He was like, "Ah," uh. <laughs> I was like, "I right, bet, bro. Don't say nothing else." And I went home and I learned how to make that shit until I was raw. Yeah, and That's I started fine. doing it for myself. <laughs> yeah, and then people started, "Yo, I like that shit. I like that shit." 
let me get beats. And I'm just like, shit, I don't even know where to start with it. So it's just like, I don't sell beats for people. I try to do it for myself, but people like the shit that I make so much that, shit, I'll pay you for it, whatever you want. How's that dude doing now? He probably got like three baby mamas working at Publix and probably ain't got nothing going on right okay, now. Okay, 10 racks. <laughs> was it worth it, you know? It wasn't worth it. Cash, what about you, man? I mean, like for you, I think what's so interesting is that uh, your rhyme scheme is really different because of the beats you make. Yeah, I started I started making beats first, though. Yeah, oh. And yeah, then I was you... just, me and that shit making beats on the block. These niggas was making songs sounding hard. I'm like, these niggas right in front of me, they sound hard. I just went home, like, nah, I'm about to rap. <laughs> I'm about to rap. And then I just started, I, I started rapping on, like, Zaytoven. I used to make Zaytoven type beats or the DJ Mustard type beats. That's how I make songs like that. Yeah. I was playing around, but I just kept kept at it. And after that, I just got serious with it. I'm curious, especially with you guys, being rappers, also being producers, and then working with rappers, is there a rapper that changed your style of production that changed the way you rap? Like, you did, you worked with them, observed them, had a conversation with them, and you're like, oh, this changed my way like, of thinking. Like a, like a rapper that, that you know, or like nah, a It could yeah. be like locally and globally. Yeah, just like I an like, experience. I like, uh, Metro Boomin, like, he changed the way I, I was making beats, like, you know what I'm saying? How so? Uh, I was on some Young Chop shit. Young Chop was fine, You don't get enough respect, yeah. Metro Boomin, like, when I first heard Monster, Mm -hmm. I mean, cause I was fucking with Future. Like you said, the chosen one, that shit was hard. I've been fucking with Future since, like, you know, Tony Montana shit, but, like, chosen one set the tone. And, like, see, I took a break. He was yeah. on some artists. Yeah. You know, that's mainstream. But when they came back with Monster, I was like, who the hell is this? Metro, <laughs> who the hell is this? I was like, so after that, I started trying to make a beast like him. Yeah. He had, like, mad shit with, um, what's that nigga name? I love McCohen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what had mad him, Southside, and all Sonny Digital. Yeah, that was running it. was like this funny point. type of beat. I started making beats like that. Like, yeah, I'm following Metro. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? I, that shit was on. I used to go on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah. That shit was all over like the whole World Star. Like I just kept seeing it, kept seeing it. I ain't bump it though. I just clicked it, fell in love. Like yeah, this shit. <laughs> Wait. So for you, what is there? Is there? Uh, an album, a producer, a rapper that it's changes like, it's shit. It's a list of people, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Because, like, me coming from Miami, mm -hmm. like, you know, we had the Trick Daddies. We had, like, the JT Moneys and, and stuff like that. Then, yeah. me growing up, it's just like, I was, like, so fucked up in the head about the Hot Boys. Like, BG, Lil I had man. a whole Hot Boys chapter, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I wanted to be like them niggas. I wanted, like, you know, the gold chains. I wanted to, yeah. you feel me? Because them niggas around that time, they was... Willing to just speak their mind. Same thing with Trick. Then, you know, like, locally, like, I get around, like, well, I ain't going to say locally yet, but then you, you know, you you kind of get stuck in this era where you want to do what Wayne doing. You want to punchline. You want to kind of get it. Yeah. And then you learn from niggas like Fabulous that know how to just speak in their punchlines. Like, they don't like or ass or nothing. They make it sound like a story the whole time that you're telling it. And I kind of like that. Then, you know, I know niggas from, like, locally, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, one of, one of the greatest to me, personally, Major Nine, you feel me? Mm -hmm. He was on the record with uh, Young Thug and Chris Brown called Trap Back. And, yeah, he also played for uh, the Browns. 
Like, he was one of them. So, I don't know. He showed me how to be, like, more, like, melodic. You feel me? So, yeah. with him, I learned from him. I learned from uh, my homie who's here with me, Heavy Game. Like, I don't know. He, the way he rap is like he's boxing. And it, I, it's ironic that the nigga box. So, you feel me? It's, it's crazy. So, I, I learned from a lot of people. I, I learned from a lot of people. Even when it comes to production. Like, I could learn from, like, 40, T-minus, them. Mm -hmm. I could learn from Southside, Metro. I could learn from ATL, Jacob. You feel me? I learned from everybody because I be like, when I listen to them, I don't think, like, let me copy them. I just be like, damn. How can I, like, yeah. be in that same... Inspiration. Yeah. I don't look at people like, oh, they competition. Fuck them. Like, I be looking at it like, this man motivates me to want to keep going because the way he's going... It's crazy. Like, the other day, I'm on TikTok watching this man unwrap, like, you know, his plaques with his son. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, boy, hell yeah. I'm I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to unwrap plaques, too. You feel me? Uh, yeah. So, like, that's how I look at it. I look at everybody as inspiration. Yeah. Instead of looking at him like competition or, or hating because he's up, like, one more than me. Because I feel like I, I belong in the game. You feel me? So, yeah, for sure. And I just want to, like... Be around my peers, you feel me? So, yeah. Facts. What about you? Is there a rapper, a moment in the studio, someone that you've seen that's like, yo, this changed the way I was doing things? I know it was from Metro. It was like, had to be like, uh, when he dropped, when he dropped 19 and booming. Yeah. That changed mm -hmm. stuff that was, up for me. That was me. a different time. What, what about it? Just the production wise, like, this production, like, it made me like, okay, I gotta do this and go harder. It was it, it uh shout out to Weezy, it was some um up some songs they never released, but like in the studio or like just beats I heard like just, just inspired me to do certain stuff certain ways. Yeah. Like hard. I want one more question about you as a as a recording artist. You're now signed, properly signed. Does that does that change does that change anything for you, like pressure wise? Does that make you like feel like there's an alteration in what you wanna make? Um, nah, this shit fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have fun. Yeah. You know, like, um, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm signed as an artist now, but like, they, um, they, um, they, they with me. They not, they not trying to control me. They, they like, man, what you want to do? Yeah. Does it, does it change the leverage you might have in as a producer? Right. I feel like it gives me more leverage. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got, I ain't gonna lie, but like, rappers hearing that I rap now, like, a lot of them don't like that. They don't. That's they strange. don't. But like, it's the Kanye syndrome. But like, like, I'm gonna make this beat into a classic. But like, my homies, like, like you know, like Dirk, mm -hmm. Future, of course, like, like, like they they believe in it. Even with um, like, like Travis Scott, like, you know, Travis Scott, the baby, like, even like Kanye, they they was the ones that really made me go hard to get my deal. We were all was in the room, and I was just playing them songs. And then the baby, he just paused. He was like, hey, don't lie. It's time for you to drop. That's the first thing he said. Yeah. Then, like, Kanye and Travis, they were just, like, just, like, we were just talking. Like, man, this hard. And then at that time, I didn't even really know the story behind Kanye. Oh. Like, I didn't, I didn't know the real story. Like, I knew, of course, that he turned into an artist. But, like, but like th this was before the documentary. Like, how exactly? Yeah. Then, like, so I'm like, damn. So then we just talking. So that was, that's, that's the moment that really made me go hard for, like, 
I mean, him and Travis. Travis is another one who was a like... producer. Yeah, and then, like, look at them, what they do now, like, what they mean to just rap, right? Like, even beats, like, gone. I ain't gonna lie, I feel like producers the best artists. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, we know the tempo, we know the melodies, we know what we want to hear. We know, I, we know what we want to make. Yeah. That's I, the thing is, I'm not... It's weird to tell y'all, because I can... If this was just journalists here, I, was, I would agree, but I I'm not trying to gas y'all. But no, it's real, yeah. just the way you guys are talking about how you pick stuff apart. I'm like, wow, you guys have to be able to see into the future. But also, too, just how you guys are, there's less ego in the way you guys find inspiration. You know, where sometimes rappers are like, oh, I don't want to take that style. I don't want to go over there. You mm-hmm. know, it's a little bit different tone sometimes than people who are like, my whole thing is like making something out of nothing. Man, you just got to have fun with it. Like, yeah. Don't overthink it. Just do your thing. Yeah. I sit here and th- think about, I don't think about making a beat. I think about, like, enjoying myself in front of this computer. Don't yeah, don't fact. make it work. You feel me? Yeah. Make it work. <laughs> fact. What do you don't. guys got coming up next, man? Uh, um, shit, hopefully, man, more placements, more plaques, more collaborations with, with more producers, more artists, whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm, wherever, I'm wherever the good vibes at. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm about to drop an album. Yes, sir. March. But yeah, like I said, he said more placement, more collaborations, more everything, more this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just keep going up. I'm just locked in. I'm dropping real soon. Yeah, I feel like, something. yeah, yeah. I ain't going to say what it, but, but just know something coming. Special. Like album or like? Uh, I mean, leading up to the album for sure, but like, I got to drop some stuff real I soon. want. I need a placement on the album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Guys, this is like my favorite type of conversation, man. Because you guys like, it's really crazy to think you guys have to see something where it's nothing there. Rappers, they, they got to take the beat and do everything else with it, of course. And it's a real talent set, of course. It's rap caviar. But for you all to be able to see uh, what doesn't exist and be able to paint that picture is like, I don't know. And I'm fans of all you guys for different reasons. You guys are all from different regions, do different things. If you guys to be making the music that's like, like filling up the playlist, filling up the timeline, it's very crazy to have you all in the same room. Like... This is like, we don't get this often. You know what I mean? So thank you guys for pulling up, man. Of course. Always. Yeah. And for you guys back home watching, uh, this is it. This is the Rap Caviar Podcast. Make sure you guys follow. Make sure you guys hit the little bell button to stay tuned in. And that's it. Yeah. See you guys next week.